0: Introducing the Aging Room Quattro Nicaragua JR 50th. One of the highest rated cigars in the industry is now available in a special rounded torpedo size. Celebrate our 50th anniversary in style with this iconic limited edition smoke. Only available at jrcigars.com.
1: Get ready for Smoke Night Live. Massacense Nervous alone
2: There we are ladies Yay. and gentlemen a Smoke Night live um this is this is episode three hundred and two. Three oh two. Three hundred and two. We did uh, Jordan. We did successfully uh, plan it out so that our three hundredth episode hit the night of uh, our our big party. Need Do-chella. to talk
3: about the amount of episodes for a while. Like let's. You know, I mean now. Do we now, even say it?
2: Now it's wide open. Now we go back to uh, now we go back to judging normally. Like every episode gets its full number. I wonder how many episodes we really have because <laughs> we were doing a lot of three o like two eighty nine b two eighty nine c like trying to push it off well, push and it off I think
3: back in the day there's there's a lot of videos that were just r- removed from youtube that yeah. we could be at like six hundred who know. knows,
2: but that doesn't matter because we're right now we're officially at three o two that's really all that matters um yeah that we're at three o two hey uh real quick before we start uh there is a couple people out there, uh not one. But at least two uh, that are going through some tough times. So hey, if you're a praying person that, as as I am, um, please say a prayer for a couple guys out there that are going through some rough, some rough times. We're really thinking about you guys, and um, everything's gonna be cool. Um, we're gonna we're gonna work through this together. Promise you that uh, you cannot stop us. It's the dojo, so uh, we're always with you guys. Hey. Um, uh, big news on the Dojoverse today. Uh, the Black Star Line cigar brand badge is active. Now, if you guys are not familiar with Black Star Line, uh, Eric Bay. Now, normally I, I always make this joke, Jordan, about uh, the three best-looking Erics in the industry, and I'm usually talking about myself, Erica Espinoza, and Eric Calvino. Shut up, Quinn. <laughs> Eric. <laughs> <And> Take <laughs> yourself out of it. And Eric matter. Calvino from Cigar Snob Magazine. But there's another Eric in town.
3: I know, uh, man. Those I don't guys know. are great. Yeah, I dude. feel like he's an Aric. Uh,
2: his Aric. It, it's it's, it's it is, like an Aric. It is spelled with an A R I C. Come on. But, phonetic.
4: Phonetics. Uh, phonetics.
2: Eric uh, Bay owns uh Black Starline Cigars. He's out of Chicago. They make all their cigars at Aganor Salif, which is super cool. And uh the cigars are really cool, but the, the best thing about it is Eric is one of the coolest dudes.
4: Yeah, dude. It was so great hanging out with him at Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest.
2: Oh. And it was so cool. He is, great dudes, he's great dudes. Great He's an absolute stud. They're from Chicago, like I said. I think I said that. Uh, anyways, uh, so stock up on uh, Black Star Line. Order a five-pack. Order a box. Order a 10-pack. Scott, you said you smoked all of I know, yours. No, man.
4: I'm a little bit upset right now, you know? I was like <laughs> literally just smoked through all the Black Star Line that I had. And it's like, and abracadabra, here's the batch. I'm like, yeah. well great now they've got to well take my money well <laughs> you're going <laughs> to have you
2: to you're going to have to get some more so check into uh, you know buy some black starline cigars check into the brand smoke some cigars uh, you can't go wrong with that gnors leaf right Scotty?
4: oh absolutely not I mean, and it is pronounced an leaf,
2: right? Ar- the, Ar- I think
4: it's
1: agonorsa yeah. bitters. Yeah, it's, it's Ar- agonorsa leaf, right?
3: Agonstura leaf.
2: Ag- it's <laughs> aganstura <laughs> leaf. Uh, so, uh, as you may have guessed, I'm sitting here with my good buddy Scott Brayband, owner of Trinity Cigar Mobile Lounge, which is the greatest mobile lounge in the entire universe. I never get tired of you saying. No, that. It, it really gets. is. No, I'm not. I'm not even. I'm not even stroking your. I'm not even stroking your chain. Just say the next whoa, word whoa,
1: whoa, quickly, you gotta, please. You, you,
4: don't, you don't pause. Don't
2: on leave that, that one Too hated.
4: far. Too far. <laughs> you do not pause. You got to.
2: Now, you set you set up at the uh, Docella Festival. Sure you did. The, Had the, a great time. Oh, uh, it was amazing. Thank ah, you so much oh, for that. Oh,
4: no. Always wonderful. Always wonderful. Seeing everybody, seeing all the dojo guys and gals and manufacturers that made it out, dude. It's the party. Ah, it's it was the party in Colorado. I think
2: this year was. Exceeded all of the other years combined. It was so good. Oh yeah, blew
4: it out of the water. We did. We did the
2: Friday uh, brewery tour with Robbie yeah. and Randy,
4: which is what the first annual, right? Well, was no, I guess that's the first? inaugural. So first annual. First annual. It can't. No, <laughs> no it,
0: it, <laughs> it's <laughs> inaugural. Like, yeah. No,
2: I I don't I don't give Randy an inch.
4: Okay, it's right. It's first
0: annual.
2: Mm-hmm. Anyways, it was a ton. It was a ton of fun. Um, Hey, we had a big giveaway uh, starting a week ago today. Uh, It was my birthday on Monday, Labor Day. And I I actually was literally born on Labor Day, which is somewhat ironic. A little bit. A little bit ironic. And uh, so I said, hey, I'm going to give one cigar away for every year that I'm alive. So hand me that bag, Scotty. Um, This is, what, 56 cigars? (laughs) This sh- I, I almost don't like the, the idea that this bag is so big and heavy because it represents how old I am, but <laughs> this is 56 cigars. You're, o- you're
4: only 56.
2: And it, uh, it, it, these are mostly the cigars that I got uh, at Rocky Mountain Cigar Fest. And so somebody's going to win that tonight. We had seven days of challenges. But here's the cool thing. The cool thing about this is um, our good buddy, uh, Risty Ristevsky. Yes. How did I do on that name? Close enough. Risty Ristevsky. <laughs> Quinn?
0: Nailed it.
1: Nailed it.
0: Uh,
2: Risty Ristevsky from Jossam Crawl. Joss yes. Jossam Crawl. Crawl. Yes. Yes. Uh, decided he was going to match this. So, somebody, else, we're going to have two winners we're going to announce at the end of the show. One of them will get uh, my bag of 56 cigars, the other will get a bag directly from uh, Risty. And um, it will also have 56 cigars in it. So, Dang. that's 112 cigars.:
4: You and your math.
1: I mean That you're is just killing.: <laughs> it.
2: I mean, I was born to do math. I know it, Anyways, right? there's that. OK. So okay. stay tuned for that at the end uh, of the show. Get a look, this get a look, is get going a look. to be a special interactive show, but before I get into how it's going to work, let's bring on our third, our third well third, if you count, Jordan. He's Dare a, I say the, uh, trinity, of the trinity of co-hosts? The Trinity of co-hosts, none yeah, other than see uh, William Cigar Coop Cooper. William, how are you, my friend?
5: Hey, Eric. It's Scott. Jordan, what's going on tonight? What's what? up, Coop? Coop. Yeah.
2: Coop, we couldn't be. Coop a loop. I gotta say, let's. Let, everybody should just take a moment and just just look at your screen and look at that beautiful face of William Cooper because. William Cooper is the greatest guy. We we had another show planned. We had another show planned for tonight and the 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 guest got food poisoning at the last possible moment and so we you know we wish food nothing poisoning. we wish nothing yeah. but uh, recovery <laughs> for our good friend. Of course. But of course. But he yep. was sick. He got sick and, and yes this this is literally not even 24 hours. And I contacted Coop, and I was like, Coop, is there, is there any way, is there any possible way you can make the show? And Coop was like, oh, I'm in, dude. Just count me in. And so, like, Coop, I got to tell you, man, from the bottom of my heart, you, you are a, a literal saint um, oh, in, in the dojo-verse. I really, really appreciate you being able to be on tonight.
5: No, glad to do it. It's what we do. It's what we do for other media. It's what we do for good friends. So, so absolutely.
2: Well, thank you. I I I, I can't thank you enough. Uh, It's going to be a fun show. So here's how it's going to go. We've been, um, Jordan. We've been testing out. (laughs) We've been testing out sort of this new kind of fun system that's that uh, adds some audience participation. Dude, I
4: love it. The comments are always so great. So I mean, audience participation
2: is just. I mean,
4: that's like the logical step. So,
2: but tonight uh, it's going to get a little even more interactive because we're adding this feature to the broadcast. Now, if you're, if you're listening to this on the podcast, or if you're watching the replay on YouTube, you won't get a vote, um, but that's okay, because you can still you know, listen to all this. But if you're watching on Facebook Live right now, uh, as we talk about these topics, you're going to be able to uh, make your voice be heard. And that's really what everybody wants, Scott.
4: Oh, no, exactly.
2: Everybody wants their voices to be heard. The life of the dojo is in the comments. It's in the comments. And so as we uh, talk about these issues, so here's the the overall arcing uh, uh, subject of the show is Cigar Lounge Hot Topics. And sort of what these are, uh, Coop and Scott, are things that guys tend to talk about while they're in the humidor with other guys. See,
4: now I got it completely wrong, because when you said cigar lounge hot topics, the first thing I was sitting there was like, oh, well, you know what? I'm going (laughs) to (laughs) just... Where, where's where's the house cutter? Can I, can I borrow the house cutter? I was like, oh, I was, I was way off. I was
2: now, way off. that, it didn't make the topics, but that is, that's kind of, that is sort of where we're going. See, I was sitting
4: there thinking, I'm like, oh, cigar lounge. You know, I'm a cigar lounge owner. I was yeah. like, oh, my hot button topic. Sweet. Here we go. This is going to be a rant
2: fest. Now yeah. shoot em. Now, Scotty, when a guy does that... Then I hand them the
4: free fifty cent cutter and be like, <laughs> "There you go. You don't get to use the house cutter. <laughs> <laughs> You're a disgusting human yeah. being." <laughs> <laughs> now, now Coop, Coop. this
3: should not be confused with. You should lick your cigars if you have your own cutter. Uh, Quinn, no. Yes, C? absolutely no. Uh, yeah, Especially no. in Colorado. No. no, no. You gotta, you
2: gotta court your cigar a little.
3: I bit. mean, no. That, you wanna, You don't want? I don't want to risk of uh, ruining the cigar from first cut. No. You
1: know. <clears throat>
4: See, that's a little bit Freudian for me. I just What are you mm.
3: doing with your cigar the entire rest of the time after you light it?
2: That's why. Hey, smoking I,
4: it. Just guys, smoking it.
2: Don't go in it. <laughs> smoking it. We're leaving it, it there. Where is it going? Actually, that's that's why smoke. some cigar lounges such as Casa Fuente, yeah. they'll just cut your cigar yeah, before you get yep. to it.
4: Yep. yep. And you know. I am fine with
2: that. Yeah. But anyways, um, so we have some topics that we're going to talk about. Now, these are things that uh, generally... People are opinionated about. Hopefully, um, and so let's get right into it. Are you ready, Coop, for these six topics?
5: Yeah. One of them, be warned. I'm, I'm on a major rant on. Oh, oh that's sweet! I love so feisty I don't know if Coop, you guys man. Know, but I'll tell you when it comes up. Yeah. Okay, are my
0: boy, Coop. <laughs> now, Stay with yeah. me.
3: What we're gonna do is, uh, as far as I'm aware, we're gonna open up the the poll as right off the bat, and yeah. you guys can, as we talk, maybe you can you can change your vote as many times as you want. But at the very end, then we'll show the results.
2: Right. So um, so as I bring up the topic, Jordan will put up the how you would like to vote. Now, and then we'll, we'll sort of argue it out. We'll see where Coop stands and Scott and Quinn and Jordan and myself. And then if you want to change your vote, you can. You can uh, change your vote. And at the end there, before we move on to the next topic, we will uh, see what the audience thinks. And this is why this is the first... Full-fledged audience participation smoke night live. So here we go. Um, The first topic for tonight's show is what are your biggest smoking lounge turnoffs? Your biggest smoking lounge turnoffs. Now, here are the possible options that you're probably seeing on your screen right now. Uh, Feeling like an outsider, being followed into the humidor, the nightclub atmosphere, or bad ventilation. Now uh, I'm gonna go ahead and start this off. Ooh, uh, I have um, I have two that strike me right off the bat. Okay. The two the two that strike me right off the bat, Scotty. Are feeling like an outsider. That's when you like walk into the humidor. You like walk into the cigar shop, and there's these this sort of like panel of dudes.
3: The group of old
2: men in the corner.
4: Yes, they've
3: always been there, and they'll never ever leave. They They
4: all sipping like coffee out of styrofoam cups. They all turn
3: to look at you as you walk uh, through the door. Who is this guy?
2: And there's you. You're like. Can I? Can I sit? Maybe. Oh, right there. I yeah, don't just know. getting mean mugged the whole time. <laughs> just who are you?
3: Um,
2: but I think I have my. I think if I was going to answer this one, and then I'm going to turn it over to you guys. If I was going to answer this one, I would say it's the nightclub atmosphere. I don't want to go to a cigar lounge and then at nine o'clock, the hip hop music starts Just at a <laughs> decibel <laughs> level that <laughs> I I'm, I'm an older guy. I'm an older guy and I admit it and and, 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 and that's a weakness of mine. But my ears I, I wanna go to a cigar lounge to have like a nice conversation, a a glass it's the exact of exact opposite. I yeah, I, the I wanna fact have that
4: a you can't talk is, is a Big negative.
2: It's it's to me. It's a huge negative. So you, so I'm gonna vote right now. Eric, um, to be honest,
0: you're usually <laughs> leaving by nine anyways. It's that's <laughs> lock, it's past so. your bedtime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, shut up, Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right now, uh, Scotty. What are your thoughts on uh, 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 biggest turnoffs? Okay, uh, so
4: now I'm gonna eat, like delete myself as a cigar lounge owner, and I'm gonna go as a consumer and what I was in that consumer field. And honestly, looking at that, I'm like. Where is, like, the fifth one that says all of the above? Because <laughs> seriously, <laughs> all, all of yeah. these are all winners in my book. Of but t- honestly, course, yeah. if I had to pick one, it's being followed into the humidor. I hate that. I absolutely hate that. It's one of those where what, you're seeing what make, people what what,
2: what what gets you so riled up about that?
4: Well, first off, I feel like I'm, you know, uh, you know, a five, you know, finger discount guy where like I'm trying to pocket things and walk out with it, which I'm not. And second, it's one of those where, you know, I'm all about help. If you want to help, help. Be, You know, that's cool. Always help. You know, that's what I try to do is you try to help. But when you walk in there and you're just standing behind somebody about, you know, three feet behind them and just watching their choices, it's like you want to look over and you want to do that whole like Ron Swanson thing where it's like, mm-hmm. I know more than you. <laughs> so stop it. You yeah. know, but it's one of those, you know, I, I hate that. I hate that. I'm not going to kill things. You know, I'm not going to steal things.
2: You know, oh, oh, that's me. Oh, hang on. Hold on. I got a little feedback Double there. Feedback. There we go. We're good. We're good. But yeah. We
4: got it. But yeah, that's mine. That's mine. I hate being followed. I'm like, I'm not a pity criminal. Leave me alone. <laughs> Let me make my choices. I'll come pay for them. Thank you.
2: All right, uh, Coop. Um what are your thoughts on, on this topic? What are, I know you go to, uh, what's the cigar lounge you go to a lot in uh, North Carolina? Tailored Smoke. Tailored Smoke. Tailored Smoke. Yep. Um, yep. What, what, are your, what are your thoughts on these? this what, what really turns you off when you walk into some cigar lounge that you're not used to, like you are Tailored Smoke?
5: Yeah, now Tailored Smoke, uh, the answer I have is nightclub atmosphere, but they do have a nightclub thing. And it's much later, right? But, so I'm usually there during the day. Um, Eric, my answer was the same as you. I I, I really am not interested in, uh, if I wanted to go to a nightclub, I'd go to a nightclub is kind of what I say. Um, so I'd prefer to have, I consider the cigar lounge experience very different. I'm okay. I I can tolerate bad ventilation. I've been around it before. I'm okay if no one bothers me at the cigar lounge I'm smoking at. So I'm I'm totally okay with that. And I'm okay with being followed in the humidor, but most people regret following me in the humidor because I'm gonna make them work in the humidor. <laughs> so, so yeah, I'm gonna make them work. So, uh, I'm not gonna purposely break your balls, but I- I'm gonna, I'm gonna
3: make it work. So. Here's yeah. what I'm just gonna say, so, now,
5: so yeah,
3: Kevin Acuff is throwing this in there. People that follow you in the humidor are just doing their job. But I gotta say, that's true. Yes, they are. But now we're talking about the shop owner. Don't make your employees do that. Well, there's <laughs> limits.
4: There's limits. You can you can follow somebody in the humidor to Bear's be help, to you. be helpful, but there's a difference, right? Oh Because there's, yeah. there's lounges yeah. I've come uh, gone into and humidor's I've gone into where somebody comes in and they'll give you, they'll give you a three or four minutes or so and then like hey you know can I help you with anything are you looking for anything in particular right. that's, can that's I totally point cool you in the right direction, sweet yes I'm all about that that's cool that's fine, but when you walk in. And you're not saying anything to me, and you're standing five feet behind me and staring at me. Right. Don't.
3: Oh yeah, and just yeah, don't. Just like you said, like you, you get a few. Uh, they give you a few tips. There should be some give and take yeah. to find out yeah. if I know what I'm talking about. Okay, you should get the hint. I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, leave me alone. Right. Well, yeah. Like sometimes what I'll do is I'll ask this. You have this size. Do you have this?
5: You know, particular um, line. That, you know, that's from this brand. Um, and and sometimes I'm asking because I'm curious to see what type of store it is. So I'm kind of – it's not necessarily I'm looking to buy it, but I, especially if it's a new store, I'm really trying to get a feel for, okay, what do they normally have in there? And sometimes they'll say to me, yeah, we're just out of stock. We, we get it back in soon. Or you don't have that Churchill? I mean, what's, they have a Churchill in that size? You know, they say that. Kind of turns me off. So, But I'll, I'll ask a lot of questions when I'm in the humidor. I, I, and, again, they're doing their job. I have no problem with that. But you're going to do your job if you're in the humidor with me. Now, Jordan, uh,
2: did, you, did you say what your answer was?
3: I'm gonna have to go with the nightclub atmosphere. Um, I don't. And you're a young guy. Yeah, I, I, you're I mean, a young get guy. off my lawn. I don't understand it. Uh, I've never seen any of these any of these cigar shops that have the nightclub atmosphere. There's never anybody like dancing. I mean, if <laughs> if, if is is that has to be the only point to having yeah, music yeah. that loud, right? If it's not, if nobody's dancing,
5: turn it down. And let's if, talk. If you can't have a conversation, right, and hear the
3: other person.
5: We've always heard the Cigar Lounge, the purpose of it is to have these conversations, exactly. right? Exactly. Yeah. If you can't... I mean, that's why I get on these booths at the IPCPR that blast this music. I, I don't understand. You're here to meet people. Why do I have to talk over music? I mean, I know it's get-off-my-lawn stuff, but, I mean... Th- get-off-my-lawn. Off yeah, get-off-my-lawn, <laughs> 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 exactly.
0: Exactly. Yeah. No, you're not wrong, Coop. Yeah. You're not wrong. Yeah.
2: All right, so, uh, Jordan, let's, let's one, see how the audio oh, One thing I want to add yeah. to the, li- yeah.
0: the yeah. live music is actual musicians in lounges Mm. we were in Nashville at Casa once, there were six of us hanging out, having a great time No music. Live band starts. We were sitting shoulder to shoulder and couldn't hear each other. Right. So that lumps in Mm -hmm. with the DJ nightclub. Oh, totally. totally. Why why does the live four-piece band need to be that loud in a thousand square foot place? Just be a
3: little background music. (laughs) Exactly. Why can't we
4: turn it down and enjoy the music while we're having conversations? Why can't that happen? Coop, I just
2: want to (laughs) hear... Nobody's dancing. I just want to hear old blue eyes just, just kind of in the background. You know, just yeah. give me some Frank Sinatra, I, yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. I know that's in the, the whole background. It's just nice, right?
5: Yeah, and I'm okay if they want to bring a, a a singer in there or something at a certain time. Hey, from nine to ten, we're gonna have that singer. I'm fine with that. But when it, it, it's and it doesn't matter what type of music's blasting to me. If it's just blasting, it, it's 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 I find just obtrusive. So.
2: Yeah, absolutely. All right, Jordan, uh, what does the audience say about yeah. this question? Are we
3: going lowest to highest? How do we want to do this Let's here? go
2: lowest to highest.
3: All right, we're looking at lowest being followed into the humidor.
2: Oh,
3: percent. Uh, okay. 20%. Okay. okay. And, we, and we got uh, feeling like an outsider, 22%. I okay. thought that
2: one might be a little higher.
0: No, Me I'm,
3: too. I'm going to go with the winner next is... Bad ventilation. But really? None
0: of us even we, did,
4: we didn't
3: mention it, but that is
4: something that's very important. I,
3: that's I can't argue.
5: You can't argue. It doesn't bother me, but you can't argue it. Oh I you mean, got, I yeah, I totally get it. Yeah, totally you can't argue on that. Yeah.
2: What was the percentage on that one?
3: That one's thirty-two, okay. and then nightclub is twenty-seven in second place. Um, so yeah. you know what's interesting
2: about I'm that? Show Jordan. the
3: results here for you guys. You
2: know what's interesting about that? There we go. Um, you know what's interesting about that is those were all fairly close.
3: Yeah, and they they, were, they, yeah, they yeah. were changing quite a bit during that uh, conversation. It started with bad ventilation, and it ended with it too. Now none uh, of them
2: ran away with it, though. They're no. all in the twenties, yeah. low thirties. But like
3: I remember when we used to do the do- the big dojo bash used to be at Enfuego in Vegas during IPCPR, and like there was no winning. You were you were in the lounge, and it was way way too smoky. And so you're like, I gotta get out of here, and you go out, and it's 500 degrees outside. And so you, <laughs> you keep repeating that until you right. die. Right.
1: Yeah.
2: So I mean, hey. That's one of that's one of those ones where they're so if you're a lounge owner now, Scotty, you you have an advantage because you're kind of well, outside. I'm,
4: yeah, I have an advantage, so I'm open air. So you're it's open one of those
2: that you know right. I don't have to
4: deal with ventilation problems. If I do, then there's
2: big problems.
4: <laughs> yeah, there's <laughs> something else going on.
2: It's <laughs> like a nuclear warfare. But um, but you don't you don't ever crank up the music or anything like that. No,
4: it's supposed to be background. Right. It's supposed to be something that just you know gives a oh. little bit of volume to it but doesn't overwhelm, so that way you can still sit there like you and me right now and just have a conversation at normal talking voice and actually hear each other.
3: Now, Craig Gilpin's chiming in with the guy that picks up every cigar and smells it. Oh, yeah. Don't now, do that, especially in the okay, cellophane. Seriously? Now, Craig,
2: Craig, first of all, that's a brilliant comment. But that's a little bit more like what might a cigar lounge owner not yeah, like? Yeah, see, it. see, you're mm, making my right, list right, now. Right.
4: You're in my wheelhouse. Yeah, it's like, oh, can I see that one yet? Yeah. And then they smell it with the cellophane on. It's like, stop it. Just please, <laughs> they please smell it with the cellophane on. Yeah, it smell it <laughs> with the cellophane on. If I had a nickel, buddy. If I had a nickel. <laughs> and it's one of those where you don't want to be mean, you know. It's like, right. you know, it's like, hey, you're not gonna get anything off of that. You
2: understand that they probably don't know what no, they're they doing. No, they don't. And that's, try to, to... that's a
4: big tell that it's like, hi, you need my help. Thank you. <laughs> you Let me help, help you.
2: <laughs> All right, let's go on to the next topic. That's uh, so. I guess if you're a cigar lounge owner, make sure you have proper ventilation. That's, yeah, that's very, a, important. That's very important. It's huge. Apparently, that is so
4: much money on some of these lounges, and it's how beautiful some of these lounges and cigar yeah. bars are. Spend a little money on your ventilation. Absolutely. Make sure people can enjoy themselves and not be smoked out.
5: Yeah. and, and Yeah, I agree. I mean, you can't argue with that. You know, people want to get away. They don't have that ventilation maybe in, in the area they're smoking in, at home. So if they're smoking indoors in a garage. So they're going all around. They want that experience.
0: Yep. All yeah, right. It's, it's,
2: Here we go. Uh, next topic. Um, now, the way cigars have evolved over time um, – in the '90s, when there was the cigar boom, there was tons and tons of you know heritage type brands, and those were like everybody like kind of had their brand. I smoke Macanudo, I smoke Fuente, I smoke this. But then, as things evolved, uh, limited editions became more and more and more popular, and now we're sort of in a fevered pitch, I would say, of limited edition cigars. In fact, we we do it ourselves. The Cigar Dojo does it ourselves. So the question is. Are limited edition cigars overplayed? Ooh. Um, Coop, I'm going to let you start on this one. Do you believe that limited edition cigars are overplayed?
5: Absolutely. That was my that was my hot topic, and I've been ranting about this on Coop the last few weeks. <laughs> so I feel the limited edition market has jumped the shark, um, and I am no longer excited about the majority of limited editions that are coming out. Um, it used to be a limited edition with something very special. It was a special project that was curated over several months, maybe years, by a cigar brand or at a factory where they worked on it. And now it's, hey, let's find this cigar and slap a label on it and ship it out. And a lot of the releases are reflecting the quality of these limited editions, and um, I just am no longer, and guess what? The one and dones are, are even less exciting. At least the ones that are limited that become regular production, maybe they see some value in the blend there. But I'm telling you, it's, I am highly disappointed. There's very few limited editions that have got me doing handstands right now.
2: Now, I'm going to go to Jordan next on this one because I sort of feel like you're going to have an opposite opinion of Coop. I so think.
5: now, did
4: we say actually what the three choices were on this one?
2: The choices are they are totally overplayed. Uh, okay. they're trending that way. Okay. In other words, yeah, I can like some of them, but I'm a little concerned about how many there are. And then, no, I actually love limited editions. That's fun. I, I enjoy that.
3: Uh, I'm sort of in between trending that way and, no, I love LEs, because uh, Coop brings up some good points. that There are companies that just... They're they're just slapping a band on whatever there's in the humidor and shoo, 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 sending them out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know it is it is still fun and like I, I, to compare it to the craft beer industry when you go into a liquor store that you know has has the fun stuff. They're all everything is limited. Every single beer and you know that when you when you grab this beer you're probably never going to drink it again and you that's just the that's the life. You don't you don't care. You drink it. That was fun. If it was good. Uh, maybe you can find it again, but who cares? You just keep moving on. Keep trying, You're always challenging your palate with new flavors every single time.
2: Now, Scotty, as a, as a lounge owner yourself, uh, I would imagine limited editions are a bit challenging. They're a bit yeah. challenging yeah, to...
4: especially for the size that I am.
2: ...to deal it's... with because, you know, you have a menu in your lounge. Yep. You have shelf space in your humidors. You can't constantly be changing out the product. So what are your thoughts on this as a... The lounge oh, owner, a, but okay. also the consumer.
4: Okay, so lounge owner and me says, absolutely love limited editions. Mm. They sell like hotcakes. Doesn't matter what they are. I mean, everybody's looking for that new thing. Everybody wants that new new. It's like, what do you got? What's new? What's there? What's limited? What do you got? This is cool. Let's go. You know, and they're in it, and I love that as a as a lounge owner. Now, as a consumer. I'm going to have to almost completely agree with Jordan on the between the trending that way and know I love LEs because part of me really enjoys seeing what's that new limited editions. There's some really cool ones that come out. There's some cool, you know, not only just packaging, but cool blends, cool things that come out. But with that, I also have to agree that in the limited editions, there's. It's an overproduction. It's everybody needs to have a limited edition now. And I, I don't understand that. Yep. You know, your, your, your lines, a lot of these companies, they make some amazing cigars. You know, you don't need to make it a limited edition. If you've got something special coming that you want to put the time and the effort in to make it a limited edition that's truly something special, I'm all in. But if you're just literally slapping a second band and changing the Vitola on it, I'm out. Well, it's kind mm, of like, I don't
3: want it. It's like the journey, you know, like when you first start out, you don't really know where to look and you're just buying stuff. But as you you get to, to become familiar with like, oh, this brand when they do limited, it's uh, you know, it actually has a fair shot and you start to look at the blend and like, oh, there it seems to be a narrative behind this that makes it worth it for me whereas uh, uh, you know, some are just it's limited. That's the that's the entire appeal is that it's limited. Like, we only that, did 500 that, of that these. That doesn't cut it for me. I need to know like yeah. what did you do?
2: Now, that, that gets to the point of, of why some cigars are limited. Some cigars are limited because they have this small amount of tobacco that they want to use. They know they cannot make an ongoing line, so they need to make it a, a limited product. Now, Quinn, uh, studio audience Quinn, um, you, I know that you just got done chasing down the Monster Mash from Tatawahe. I did. I and did. so like I know that you're not opposed to limited editions but just in general uh, how would you sort of answer this question about limiteds are they overplayed is it getting too much
0: i think it's trending that way okay i think it, you know there are some limited editions like the the monster series from totsuaihe that's kind of created its own cult following same with crown heads and Los calaveras coming out starting in 2014 that's something you look forward to every year <clears throat> but the limited editions that are just hey, we found this, or it's our (laughs) annual anniversary cigar. Well, okay. I mean, you've been around for 10 years. You don't need to do one every single year. Right. So I think it's definitely trending that way.
2: That brings up a a secondary question, Coop. I want to ask you this. This is like an offshoot while people are voting on this question. What do you think is the reasonable anniversary to come out with an anniversary <laughs> cigar? Like I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean some we've got we've got guys that are doing it at 5 years. Now, the Dojo's coming up on 10 years and I I want to do a a Dojo 10th anniversary. To me, 10 years that's a decade that seems to me like a reasonable time frame to do a anniversary cigar. But Coop, do you feel like is there a reasonable time frame where an anniversary is is needed and wanted, or is like five years too little? Is five years enough? Uh, go ahead.
5: Yeah, I think 10 at a minimum. A lot of times I've seen a few companies get to the fifth anniversary and they don't make it to six. Mm-hmm. I can actually think of one company that that, that that happened to, right? So I think five's a little too soon. I think 10 is, you know, I think 10 you've put your dues in and, and, and you deserve that. Um, let me just make one comment, because I heard this thing about limited tobaccos. Did it ever occur to you that those limited tobaccos aren't that good? That's possible, and, uh, yeah. Okay, and listen, we had Abe Flores on our show, and he talked a lot about that. Like He was buying these tobaccos that were limited, but guess what? They really weren't good, or they weren't really that consistent. So I don't get too excited if someone's using some limited tobaccos. It doesn't necessarily mean it, it's good, and I think that's what I'm seeing a lot of lately.
2: That's a good point. I yeah. Mean, yeah. So yeah, you got to get into the, you have to really uh, decide, like, do I, tr- I guess what it really boils down to is, do I trust the person that's selling this to me, the brand runner, Scott, uh, you know, yeah, like, yeah. A, is this a, uh, uh, a guy that I, I, I feel like he really did find some good stuff and he just wants to use it up? Or is this a guy that I feel like um, he's just trying to get a, a buck out of me? See, the problem yeah. is, is
4: I've been disappointed a few too many times. Even yeah. with people that I completely trust, that I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. And then you look yeah. at it, and you're like, nope. That <laughs> yeah.
3: definitely yeah. didn't need to happen. Now, Cama uh, Rosa here says, what's the difference between limited edition and limited release? Uh, for me, I don't know about you guys, but a limited release is the same thing as a small batch. It's yeah, yep. it's just trickling out. They make them in these small batches, and they keep yep. they yep. come out four times a year yep. or whatever it is. Limited yep. edition is capped at, they, they have to say, we made two thousand boxes. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. You know, the, the other thing to watch for some
5: of these limited editions and, and we we, I, we had a, we had an episode on this one, but I'll mention one thing. If you don't see a lot of marketing behind that limited edition, chances are it's not much to really be getting excited about. But if you see a company putting a lot of marketing and, and really doing some nice packaging, here's a good example. Like my father, when they do their limited editions with the Pella D'Oro, they put a lot behind that. They put intricate they they have the Pella D'Oro, which is a legitimately rare tobacco that's that is good. They put it in nice packaging and they, they market it, right? But these when I see these other things which they they don't even be bothered marketing it, then it's telling me they don't really want to be bothered with this cigar. And that's that's a sign to me as a consumer,
3: it probably ain't worth my time.
2: Well let's see what the consumers say, boys. Uh, Jordan, yeah. what are the results of the audience participation poll?
3: All right, guys. We're looking at in uh, lowest lowest votes. Uh, no, I love Ellie's.
2: Really? How many Ooh, percentage is that? 17%. I like wow. it. I like it. That's, I like that's it. a bit of a surprise coop.
3: I like that's it. A, I, just, I like I thought, it. I've got faith in it. Uh, yeah. Now I'm going to s- jump straight up to the winner, which is trending that way at 45%. There we go. Some people are in the See, middle. And then My next are getting it. My uh, people. Totally overplayed, 38%.
5: So That's I, a higher percentage than I thought, but totally overplayed.
4: Yeah. I, I think there's been too many people been let down by Ellie's. Yeah. I, th- I, think, I think that's what's happening.
2: I think that if you're watching this show and if you're a brand runner and you're pumping out so many like that, this has become sort of your your only thing. Like you should, uh, you know, take the advice of this vote uh, because I think people are uh, becoming yeah. a little weary of the the marketing ploy of of the limited I, edition.
5: I would have never expected those numbers to be as high as it was. I mean. Um, that's that's got some, I have a lot of faith in the consumer. I like it. I like it. I like, it's good I to like see. I like I those like numbers. Too. Those are good yeah. numbers. That's what good it should numbers. Be. And I, people, if you're a manufacturer, pay attention to those numbers.
2: All right, Coop uh, and Scott and Quinn and Jordan. This next topic is one that is very close to my heart. It's near and dear to my heart, um, and that is how important is merchandising in your buying decisions. So now we're talking about Ooh. uh the the boxes, the way it's presented in the humidor, the bands on the cigars, the 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 sort of the whole overall like here is our product. Uh, What's
4: that visual The appeal. visual
2: appeal to the product Scotty as a consumer now, not as a um, not as a, a a shop owner. Yeah. Uh would you say it is very important? Would you say it is Somewhat important, or would you say it is not very important? Oh, man. As a consumer,
4: very important. Really? Okay. Very important. Tell I me. I mean, it's one of those where a box that draws you in with a good vista on the backside. I mean, we've talked about this many times here in studio. Uh, a good band on it, a good presentation. I mean, how it looks setting there. It Does it look cheap? Does it look off you know it's it's a visual thing i mean the humidor is a visual place it's also why i took it out of the you know with my mobile lounge where i don't have a visual humidor because i took that piece out but visual as a consumer on my end it does play a very important part because i will be drawn to what catches my eye sure i know what i want and i know what i like but that new flashy band or that new shiny box or that new oh what's that that's unique you know that catches my eye. It's a very important part of a humidor.
2: Now, uh, Quinn, uh, would you bring me some more bourbon? <laughs> yes. We don't want you. We don't want your answer. We just. I want
4: don't want to give you my answer. I want to give you bourbon. <laughs> Not very important. <laughs> See, even better. Even better. <laughs>
2: could you, could you, could you please bring me some more bourbon? That was that's the main that's the main thing I want to get uh, you. I'm gonna go next. Um, okay. Uh, merchandising. I think merchandising. In my opinion, is is very important. I want to see some effort because here here's the thing. It, it's it's sort of like anything, like anything in life. This this actually relates just to life in general. If you put effort into something, let's say you, say say you start a company as a uh, you're you're mowing lawns. Mm-hmm. You're you're a lawn mowing company. You're a, you're a kid. You're a lawn mowing company. If you put effort into your your marketing and your merchandising and hey this is why i'm better and and you have a nice looking flyer and whatnot that doesn't just it doesn't just tell me that it catches my eye which it does like you said scott but it also tells me that you take some pride in your in your work and what you're doing and so because of that now you have companies like uh, perdomo that take this to like the nth degree. Yeah. See, and they're would, studying, yeah. you know, like, you know, 90 centimeters is what that catches the eye. And yeah. I like that and I appreciate yeah. that.
4: Well you know brands in the humidor. You can see it, how they present it in the humidor and what effort they put in to right. making sure that you catch their eye because you can recognize perdomo in the humidor. You can right. recognize, I mean, whether you like them or not, you can recognize where the acid cigars are in the humidor. And, by their presentation,
2: right, and so, and even like a company say, uh, let's go to say, Aganor Leaf, they're you know rebranding their entire line of product, and that makes me feel like that they have an appreciation for this product that is just beyond. I'm just gonna throw some clip art on a band, and I'm gonna print it out at my house, and I'm gonna wrap these things. That just doesn't make me want to buy the product. Uh, Coop, what are your thoughts on? merchandising as far as uh, in the cigar industry?
5: It's very important. Um, so first of all, I go back to we. what do we position cigars when we're talking to the FDA? Luxury product, right? Right. Luxury, product, luxury products deserve luxury packaging, mm-hmm. right? So, uh, look, I rag a lot on Mazos, right? And, the, and But look, here's the deal. If you're selling, like, like Eric, if you're selling your cigars online, I, I get using a Mazo, right? I don't have a problem with it. But if you're in a retail at Tobacconist, right? Um, you know, where possible, I think you really want to put your best forward with your packaging. You wanna have nice boxes. They don't have to be elaborate, but they gotta be nice. Nice banding on it, right? Um, I mean, I just saw it today. I saw this cigar that was printed, the the band was printed on a laser printer. Right. Right? Oof. This it was printed on I saw one where they have newspaper on it. I saw one where they have Christmas wrapping paper on it. How is that presenting the product in the best light? I mean, I guess it's creative and all, but to me, I think you want a way that your purveyor uh, in, the, in the tobacco store could present that product as a luxury product and, and sell the value of that product. Um, and then you mentioned Perdomo, Eric. Yeah, we sat through I mean, that whole merchandising thing with Nick and how they study it to the nth degree, and, and it, it's important. Um, and I think the other one, you mentioned Agrenorce Leaf, which was very important, True. Look at Drew Estate. I mean, they, they, all these companies, they put a lot into this. And to me, it's telling me that they're putting a lot into the merchandising because they put a lot into the product that they have.
2: Right. It's sort of like, um, you know, are, are you going to uh, – if, if you're going to put a ton of effort into your merchandising, right? it tells me that you have probably put a ton of effort into – not not always. I'm sure there's exceptions um, to the rule. But it tells me that you're going to put a lot into the product. Jordan, what are your thoughts on, on merchandising?
3: Yeah, I mean uh – I think it's huge. I think most people want to think that it plays almost no role in how they make their decisions, but they actually it plays a huge role in how they make their decisions. Unless you're buying all your cigars uh without a band, just blind, you know, it's playing some sort of a role. Um it, it gets it, and it, I don't even see why it has to be a bad thing. Like people inherently want to think that that it's bad if if that's what's affecting their taste, but if it is affecting it, it is affecting your taste it's like a, a coke in a glass bottle it just tastes better there's mm. no there's no reason why it should it just it it, it does and so uh, and a cigar if that can actually improve your the way that you perceive the cigar and it and it does uh, what's wrong with that
2: right that's there's absolutely nothing yeah. wrong with that yeah. um, and i think that's a really good point like the fat i think that what you said a second ago jordan is super interesting in that i think a lot of people would think just uh, initially that it doesn't play a part, but I believe there's there's guys. The 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 marketing and advertising industry in this country for 200 years would prove that to be wrong. Like there's a reason. Well, yeah. There isn't a reason yeah. that this works. Yeah, right? there's a reason. There's the yeah. reason. There's marketing
4: departments.
5: Yeah, yeah. There's Eric, I even yeah. Go ahead.
4: No, no. You're yeah, yeah. You're good, Coop. Go on. Go on.
5: I didn't mean the rep- Eric when you did the Davidoff release, right? That was a release that went into a box. Correct. Okay, And I thought that was absolutely the right move to make because you guys were going to be putting those into Davidoff Appointed Merchants. And, and I thought that was a key move with that. I, I get it. I can understand if it's an online thing and it's going to be one and done in a day. That's, a, that's not what I'm talking about here. But, but things that are in, in a, a purveyor that you want to put your best foot forward and showcase. Um, you want to have your best suit on. Uh, that's my opinion. Right, it's sort of like Coop.
2: Like when we did, when we initially released Sarsaparilla, as right. as just like a one and done thing, it was in a a paper bundle, oh, uh, at yeah. Scott smoking. Mm-hmm. But when we came out with it as a national product, we said, oh, we cannot, we're not going to do a national release in this same way. We want to give right. it its full, you know, the full Monty, so to speak. It's going to be in a box. It's going to be very nice. You're going to feel like. You know, hey, this, I, I, it was worth the money that I spent on this. On well, this it's box. almost like the
4: cigar itself
2: yeah. has become an event.
4: Yeah. Getting that yeah. box and cutting it open and opening that box yeah. and the presentation, not just as like on the shelf as a retailer. But as a consumer, opening that box and having that nice box—it's just—it's one of those where it's like, uh, yes, I just bought something very premium, very yeah. nice. Now, they did their time, yep, you know. Uh-huh. Here's
3: an interesting little uh, wrinkle in this: is Mike Haken says Tatuaje and Warped have crappy bands and merchandising normally, but they make great cigars and sell well. I don't think they are crappy. I think that they're is simple part of simple. their strategy. Yeah, is there's a difference
4: yeah. between crappy and simple?
3: No, yeah, they're 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 yeah. subtle and they're subdued, and that is part of. That their strategy, which yeah. sells to a certain like I am totally attracted to the yeah. illusioni, the Roma craft, the Tatuaje, and the Very, warps. They yeah, all have yeah. that subdued. Yeah. Well, I, I don't think it, warps it, even in that category, minimalist. Really. minimalist. Minimalist.
4: They're, yeah. they're
5: not made. They're not made on your laser printer. Right. Like, like I yeah. saw it, Like the release I saw this week on a laser printer.
2: I think we. I think we're thinking of the <laughs> same. <laughs> which, which I caught a lot of crap for. For not liking, but um,
1: okay, so uh, I'm gonna flip this. There's
4: <laughs>
2: one that as we're talking, I
1: thought
4: of something too, yeah. and I want your guys' opinion on. What about overdone marketing, mm. overdone packaging, right? Where it's one of those where you, you're left sitting there going, Well, I wish they'd have spent a little more time on the cigar and a little less time CEO on the market. vision,
2: <laughs> or, or 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 the Cohiba that you had like a credit card to open the uh the humidor. Like <laughs> is, that, there, is there such a thing as yes, too much? I think so. Like, that's a yeah, great point. I, I think, I think I, that's I think an, so an excellent point. Like I, I would say there's no way in the world I would buy that ridiculously expensive Cohiba box just because I can open it with a credit card. Like That's too far. That's a really good point. I, 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 I didn't think there's about limits. that. There's boundaries on both there, ends. There's, yeah.
5: there's nothing worse if, you're, if you have an ultra-premium cigar with this very cool packaging and the cigar is a dud. I mean, that's just yep. a recipe for failure, because why? Everyone's going to remember that packaging, because it was unique. And guess what? But they're also going to remember that cigar sucked. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean,
2: exactly, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you're so being I remembered. I, you're absolutely right on it, yeah. Uh, all right, uh, so Jordan, let's, let's get the uh, results from the audience.
3: Now, this one's kind of interesting, because maybe it had to do with the you know, some of the points we were making. But uh, originally, not very important. Well, it was higher up. Uh, now it is in last place. Interesting. Yeah, see, so see, we're making our points. We're making not very points. important is 11%. Wow. Oh, wow. Okay. Super wow. low. Okay. Super okay. low. Uh, the, the winner is somewhat important. Okay. And then very, okay. Uh, with 60% for somewhat important, and then very important is
2: 30%. So I would say it's a little higher for somewhat important than I would have thought it would have been. Well, it's honestly,
4: like, sometimes people don't understand that how much they're being influenced right. by the marketing. And if marketing is done well, you don't even know you're being marketed. Yeah. to. right. You're being marketed to and you don't even you're not aware. You don't even know it. Yeah. It happened. Yeah, it happened, and you're like, "Whoa, wait, what?" Yeah.
2: All right, uh, we've got three more to go, folks. But this show is sponsored by JR Cigars, one of the world's largest online cigar stores. JR's inventory ranges from everyday bundled cigars to incredibly high end boxes, plus a large selection of cigar accessories. This year is JR Cigars. 50th anniversary. That's incredible. I'm 56. They're 50. That's amazing. I was six years old when they started. Uh, They will be (laughs) celebrating all year long with amazing promotions, contests, sweepstakes, and several limited-run projects with some of your favorite manufacturers. Join JR Cigar in celebrating 50 years of excellence and stock up on your favorite cigars today. Folks, this is uh, 302 Episode three hundred two of Smoke Night Live.
4: Heck yes, heck yeah. So we should have waited till three hundred three.
2: Then uh, you know,
4: then it. yeah. Least, that's our yeah. zip code. Three hundred three. No, our our area
2: code. Our area code. <laughs> area code. <laughs> not zip code. Something like that. Something like that. It's all um, right. You're old. I'll let it go. We <laughs> are chatting with uh, none other than the uh, incomparable <laughs> William Cooper of Cigar-Coop.com. See, I was so close. I was opinion, right there, coop. In my opinion, CigarCoop.com is the premium place to get cigar news. That nobody does it better. Nobody you, does it better. No cigar place, no cigar online news place does it better. We we kind of do cigar news on cigardojo.com but we I feel like No, but Coops like the
5: hardcore. Yeah, He's, he's the hardline he does guy.
2: It. He's the le- legit news guy. He is
5: the media guy. You we're, just boom. Yeah, yeah you got we're, too kind. You too kind.
2: We're doing it like uh we're doing it like um you know like the 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 news kid that like only throws his newspaper to, like, eight different places (laughs) and and then dumps the the rest in the alley. alley. (laughs) Coop Coop is literally, he took on three routes... And he's making sure that they're on the porch of every single person. He's not person. even
4: throwing them. He's stopping and yes. walking up and <laughs> setting them down every time. All the yep. way up to yep.
2: the, he walks all the way up to the door. He puts it on there. And he has a handwritten note it. for every newspaper. And then he kisses it a little bit. <laughs> little
4: Hershey's chocolate <laughs> on each one. <laughs> and Ready to go. And, yeah, of course, <laughs>
2: we are talking to uh, Scott Brayband of Trinity Cigar Lounge, the greatest cigar mobile lounge Yay. in the universe. By the way... I don't just say that because I'm friends with Scott. Like, it is literally the freaking most legit cigar cigar mobile lounge I've ever seen in my life. And I've got, I know a couple guys that do them. There's a a guy, I'm not going to say his name, um, because I I don't want to mispronounce his company, but in Tampa, who's got a very, very cool one as well. There's some
4: really cool ones out there. There are some very cool ones. But Scotty, Scotty, check us out. Check them all out. They're all amazing.
2: Yours is absolutely incredible. And by the way, uh, things have gone really well lately. Things are picking oh, back yeah. up.
4: things are great. Things are great. Good. It's great to see. It's great to see. It's been a long time coming.
2: At the end of the show, I'll let you uh, uh, tell folks where they can get a hold of you in case they want to book an event. All right, so we are talking about Cigar Lounge hot-button items, and we're allowing the audience to uh, oh, this. Give, is exciting. give their opinions on these. Yep. So the next one is... Uh, this is one that you're going to hear a lot about in, in, when you're sitting there in the lounge talking to guys. And, Quinn, I'm going to start with you on this one, Quinn, in the studio audience. There we
4: go. Okay.
2: Um, what single factor of a cigar makes you like or dislike it? Is it – now, you all can pick one, Quinn. Is it the draw? Is it the flavor? Is it the strength? Or is it the value of the cigar?
0: It's a, it's a toss up for me between draw and value. Um, you know, draw is it's a handmade product. You're always going to gamble slightly, but you hope with a lot of these manufacturers they've really vetted their rollers and have good quality control. So I think that's kind of my front runner. You know, if I get So b- wait, what
2: you're saying, Quinn, if okay. I hear you correctly, is if it's if it's a plug draw or if it's way too loose, that's almost an instant turn off.
0: Yeah. I, I paid good money for it, and yes, there are always hiccups in the road, but if I paid good money and it's like sucking concrete through a straw, <laughs> I'm not having a good time, and I'm there to have a good time.
2: So that one, and, and you said the other one was?
0: Value.
1: Uh, value. value.
2: All right. Uh, Scotty, what, what about you? What's the number one thing that either oh, makes man. you like See, or dislike a cigar?
4: I'm going to have to completely agree with the split that Quinn just said. Is it is Draw and value. Hmm. I and mean, draw, I mean, it's one of those, like I said, you get the one-offs. It happens. It's a handmade product. But if you're halfway through a box and every one of them either is just wide open draw and burning like, you know, nobody's business or if it's plugged, well, yeah, that's complete turn off for the line, complete turn off for the brand. So that's, A good portion. I might actually have to end up with that one. But value also plays a big part because there's a lot of cigars that I've smoked that I'm like, you know, I'd pay X amount for, and I'd be happy with that. And I think it was a great deal, you know, and that's a great cigar, and I'd be happy to pay that. And then you see what the price points are on on some of them, and you're like, yeah, I'm never buying that one again Mm. because
2: that's just too much for what it is. Now, what kind of what I'm hearing from you uh, as you describe that, uh, is that uh, the the draw, mm-hmm. and you and Quinn both agreed on this, the draw, uh, that actually just sort of like is kind of a non-starter issue.
4: Yeah, it's one of those, like I said, I, I'm fine with every now and then occasionally getting like one that's super loose and just, just straight, you know, almost sucking air. Versus and also one that's plugged. I can I can handle that. It, it's okay. I know what I'm getting into when I purchase cigars, but when it's a consistent thing and a consistent problem with a line or a brand or something, then I'm done. Right. I'm not wasting my money. I'm not wasting my time. I'm you know it may be you know the you know unpopular opinion. But I'm not into draw pokers. I'm not into the perfect draw things. I mean, I, I see their place, and I see what people are doing, but it's one of those where I want to be able to cut the cigar, light the cigar, and enjoy the cigar.
2: Right. Uh, Jordan, what are your thoughts on that one?
3: Uh, I would kind of go toss up between draw and flavor. um, But I'm leaning towards flavor uh, be- just because you can mess with the draw a little bit, and nowadays you're not going to f- you don't really find bad draws i mean they're mm. very rarely like there there might be some that are like not to your preference but like you you don't f- and like unless you're smoking cubans like that's the only time where it's like oh half these are just not even smokable um, so just in today's market i just don't come across that that often so and, and flavor it's going to taste how it's going to taste so you can't mess with the flavor you can mess with the draw so i'm going to i'm going to go flavor
5: ah uh, coop what are your thoughts this one, there's no toss-up here, so let me just kind of go through this. Strength and value of preferences, okay? Whether you want a strong or, or a mild cigar and how much you want to spend. So I'm going to toss those two out. Draw is, here's the deal. If, if a cigar doesn't draw to my liking, chances are I may go back to that cigar and smoke it again. Namely because if the cigar is producing good flavor, I'm going to like it. If the cigar has bad flavor, it's done. There's no there's no debate. I mean, right. I am not going to smoke and buy a cigar again that doesn't taste good. Um, but with the draw, I may have a little more um, leeway. I, mean, I may be a little more forgiving unless it's just something that's consistently bad. So I'm going flavor here pretty uh, – pretty um, by wide market here. Yeah,
2: coop. All right, I'm going to go I'm going to I'm going to list these to you guys in order of uh, least important to most important. And that is the least important to me is strength. I don't care about strength whatsoever. Uh, as long as it has a good draw and good flavor and a decent value. So I would go strength and then I would go value and then I would go flavor and then draw to me is a non-starter. If it doesn't draw, I, it's a non-starter for me. So to me that's that's my number one. I it's either it that kills a cigar or it makes Now, uh-huh. if I'm on the if I'm I I'm, I'm, I'm talking about two cigars that have good draw and flavor then obviously flavor takes over, but if it has a bad draw, that's a non-starter. So, that's a little tricky to me. It's between draw and flavor.
4: No. No, I completely agree. All
2: right, uh two more to go. Do um, we
3: want to, we got to find out. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> we got to yeah, see what the sorry, people are right, cool. saying. See what the
1: people
2: say.
3: All right. So, uh just like you said, uh, strength is in last place, and not a single person voted for that. Not a single person.
2: Nobody cares about wow. strength. Nobody cares about <laughs> no. strength. Who cares? Cigar no. manufacturers, are you watching this show? Please Doesn't watch matter. the show. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, <laughs> then we got value at 11%. Okay. And then this was going back and forth, but the winner is flavor with forty six percent.
5: our audience is great. There we and go. And
3: draw is forty three
5: percent. Wow, hey, super no, close, right so there. It's right there. So
3: I think draw and flavor go hand oh, in hand. But in it just c- it just changed as I said ah, that. Now, ah, now no, no, the ah, is closed. Ah, it? ah, look, it's closed. Ah, ah, it's it's tied, ah, tied. It ended up tied, but I don't wow. know. But I, but, I you but know, we called it.
4: You can see it where that called. happens, it though, It right? was called. Yes. It was called. Now,
2: Scott, no. uh, for, as a cigar lounge guy, that, that's actually super important. Like, the cigars that you buy, based on what we just heard from our audience, if it has a good flavor and a good draw, that's the cigar you want to stock in well, your lounge. Well, exactly.
4: I mean, it's also one of those deals where, as a, as a retailer, if, I mean, flavors, I mean, we can debate that all day. I mean, what I like in a cigar, it's very subjective, yeah. too. But if a cigar has a bad draw, whether it's too loose or too tight, the flavor is going to be off no matter what. Mm. So they kind of go hand uh, in hand. So I true. love that they came out really close to each other because they do play off of each other. Right. If it's got a bad draw, it's going to have bad flavor. If it's got a bad flavor, sometimes it's because it's a bad draw. Mm. So they kind of, they're hand in hand. I like that output. And it's also one of those deals, if, it's, if I can't trust your brand... And i can't trust what you're producing you're not in my humidor
2: all right, Scotty I'm going to start with you on this next uh, i'm going to start with you on this next question right. uh, this well this one is another one that I think super interesting um, How much do cigar personalities and or say cigar reps okay uh, play into your feelings positively or negatively about a brand are they? Very important? Are they somewhat important or are they not important?
4: Okay, so are we talking as a retailer or as a consumer?
2: I'm going to say as a consumer.
4: Okay, as a consumer, very important. I mean, there's, I mean, some of those, you know, there's brands and, I mean, I'm not going to even be shy about it. Drew Estate is one of them. Their representatives, their personalities, who they are—JD, Willie, Pedro—you know all those names that a lot of people know Jack. out there. Yeah, <laughs> is that one of them? Jack's a person. Well, Jack has a personality. I don't know if he yeah. is a personality. There's, there's limits here. There's limits. But you know, the people that are out at the at the shows or out at the you know events, everything like that—they're they're wheeling and dealing. They they bring the party. They bring that electric atmosphere it was very very you know we won't go into detail but it's very relevant in some of the events i've been at uh, not even my events but other events that have been out there and having versus not having those personalities makes a huge difference in the sales and in what people are doing in the vibe of the situation everything it all plays off the personality so i'm going to go very important
2: interesting uh quinn i'm going to go to you on this one what are your thoughts on uh, cigar personalities? Does it matter to
0: you? It does. I think it's very important. I think if, especially if you're the brand owner, you're, you're the face of this brand. And if I'm excited about your brand and you're don't really care that I'm excited about your brand, it, it's almost a little bit of a personal jab. Like I want to spend my money with you and your brand, but you're just looking at me as dollar signs. You're like, yeah, here, here's, here's a five or 50 bucks. Get out of my way. Kind of mm. thing. Um, and I think at Cigar Fest this year, Mickey from All Saints. I was just going to say that. I he was, was gonna here. He was excited to be here. He was excited to talk about his brand. He
2: seemed ca- He seemed like he cared about yep. us. Yes. Great guy.
0: Great right? guy. I had yes. great conversations with him here, yep. and right. I was excited to smoke his cigars. If you
4: haven't, check out All Saints. Get them. Try them. Get that badge, em. baby. Yes,
3: get that badge.
4: Get now, that
2: badge. Uh, Jordan, what are your thoughts on this? I know you have some pretty. Uh,
3: no, I wouldn't say my thoughts are too feisty. I, I would. I kind of want to say just somewhat important. Uh, either I like your cigars or I don't, and then the the brand personality will could could maybe increase that or decrease that. There's cigars that I really enjoy where I really dislike the brand runner, and that doesn't mean I'm not going to buy it anymore. Uh, I'm just kind of right in the middle on this one.
2: But So so uh, let me, I'll go to Coop Last on this one and let him have his say. I mean, I'm going to bounce off what, what Jordan is saying is, I, I sort of agree with what you're saying, except for, you know, you meet guys, say, like Eric Bay from Black Star Line. You meet guys like Mickey Pegg from All Saints Cigars. And obviously Terrence Riley, uh, Erica Spinoza is another one that I would uh, mention. You you like them so much that you you are looking for the positive in their cigars because you like them and yeah. you know that they care. Like, But there's other people in this industry that you know that you know they're they're worried about some sort of dinner that they're going to in an hour or whatever and so then I'm sort of I, I can't help it it's human nature I'm almost looking for the negative in their brand so well, to you, me it's very very
4: important you want a connection yeah you want a connection uh, i mean it's I
3: might not even i, I don't know like I feel like I smoke the cigar I like it or I don't and then that can either bump it up I'll give it fifteen percent. It'll bump it up one point five points up or down. Well,
2: that's pretty specific, Jordan.
4: <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that that, co- yeah, that's so how is, is I think of it. Jordan, conversation? Jordan, I think there's some kids on your lawn. <laughs> <laughs> you want to go handle handle that?
3: You got that? <laughs> that's how I think of it.
2: Now, now, Coop, um, let me throw some some names at you before you answer. You know, you there was a time in this industry when cigar personalities were sort of everything. Like we all remember the famous, you know, um, cover with. Yeah, uh, 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 Jonathan Drew and Matt Booth and Dion, right. and so like the cigar personalities at a time sort of were kind of everything. But now it it isn't really that way. So, so now in two thousand twenty one, how do you, th- how would you answer this question?
5: This is this was the toughest question actually for me. Um, see, it's hard for me to separate myself as the reviewer from the consumer because most of the cigars that I purchase. For review, and when I'm reviewing it, I have to take the cigar personality out of the equation and say they have, I can't let anything interfere with that. So that's kind of how I'm answering. I'm saying it's not important because if I like you, it doesn't mean you're getting a good cigar review, and if I hate you, it doesn't mean you're getting a bad cigar review. If I was not a reviewer and I was a consumer, I probably would say it's, it's somewhat important for a lot of the reasons. Hey, I'm putting my money purchase my hard-earned money for this product and i want to believe in the brand so i, I kind of get that but for i think i'm kind of the exception here and i'm, I'm going to put myself in the not very important because again most of the purchasing i make is for stuff to review
2: right now uh coop just to to piggyback on your answer since you are in the position that you are and you sort of see how things in the industry go right i know that you're sort of like me and you pay attention to to all this stuff and what brand runners are doing and how they're acting and how they're interacting with consumers. So not you per se, but how do you think it is perceived amongst the consumers? Do you feel like it's, it's an important factor maybe more than it is for you
5: personally? I I definitely think it's it's a factor. I definitely think it's a factor. Um, It doesn't necessarily mean the person has to be on social media. Because I think everyone loves the padrones, and if George Padrone's coming up to an event from Charlotte, he's drawing 200 people. Um, same thing with Carlito. I mean, mm-hmm. Carlito's on social media a lot more now, so I don't think it necessarily is someone who's on social media. But I think that they they have to feel somehow like this is these people are special. These people are looking out for the consumer, and, and if you get enough of that, then I think I think for a consumer it's important to have that. If you're completely invisible. Then your brand's gonna die. I mean, that's what I'm saying. If you're not doing events, if you're not on social media, you know, then then I think people are gonna go to other other brands that certainly are representing it better.
2: Now, before we before we give the results on this one, Jordan, I want to ask all all of you guys the same question. Um, we've seen Jonathan Drew at events, and you know, people line up for 500 yards to get his to get his autograph. We've seen. You know, Matt Booth be uh, a, a big draw. Is is are those days over? Is there ever going to be sort of another uh, Jonathan? Is there room for say another Jonathan Drew in this industry, or has that ship sailed, Scotty?
4: Oh no, not at all, not at all. I see it all the time. I mean, Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival was a great example. I had a ton of, you know, friends, customers, things like that, asking, they're like, oh, well, who's going to be there? You know, and I start listing some of the names I know, and they're like, oh, well, and then they'll bring up names, things like Steve Saka. Mm. You know, Steve Saka is a draw. Dunbarton, what he does, who he, you know, brings in. There are people I know that are wanting to go just to be able to shake his hand you know, chat with him for 60 seconds about whatever, buy his product, and they're happy. I mean, there's definitely, there's always room for new personalities. Terrence is a big one. He's he's definitely a personality. I mean, who that smokes a lot of cigars doesn't know who Terrence Riley is. Right. He's another big one. I mean, personalities, there's going to be... You know, those days and those really crazy days of Drew Estate and Jonathan Drew and those huge lines and everything, that's cool. You know, that was there. You know, I think people now are diversifying and they're, they're expanding their, you know, their cigar knowledge and their cigar, you know, the brand faces and who they are. And I think that's always going to be a part of it. They want to connect not just with the cigar, but they want to connect with a person.
2: Uh, yeah. Quinn what do you think is there gonna be a is there is, is the ship sailed or will it be another Jonathan drew someday where there's 500 people lined up for some other
0: guy that's not him I think there's there there will be someone but like Scott said I agree like Terrence and Nick and Mickey and all these guys and like the biggest thing with cigar fest is the after parties these guys are hanging out at these after parties and they're just they're just guys and they're excited to be hanging out with consumers getting to just have good conversations. And I think that is super important to be able to sit around at the dojo after party. And you don't know who's going to show up Terrence and Nick and Risty and all these guys just come out and sit around and hang out and smoke cigars. Just like everybody in, in dojo verse does. Right, so I think that's really important, Jordan.
3: Yeah, I I think they're
0: maybe as important as ever, but they
3: it's you know it's morphed. It's I think there will I don't think there'll ever be the JD craze again. That's we don't want that anymore. You right? think that ship has sailed? That's that ship is sailed. We want something else now. We want authentic guy that we can hang out with one on one. We don't want the I don't want to call it the, the clown. I guess it was for a, a, a while there. That's 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 over.
2: Mm. Uh, Coop what are your thoughts on that
5: You
3: know something has changed um,
5: But it's not totally Lost you know Ten years ago I just Remember a lot of us would go into cigar events We were getting in a car And we would drive 500 miles For a weekend this is a store event I'm not talking a great smoke or anything To go see a Jonathan Drew to go see a Nestor Miranda I was doing that a lot a lot of us Were doing that in Charlotte It's kind of changed because I think there's a lot of these events now and now there's so many of them locally that you don't need to get in the car and do that anymore. But here's what I'll say, and here's the other thing I'll say that kind of defends why I think these are these guys are important. You know, I've gone to the Great Smoke almost every year, the last nine years. And a few years ago, the Great Smoke like years ago all the personalities were there. And then I started seeing the company send reps and not the personalities. And I saw the energy of that event go down. Mm. Abe saw it, and I I don't think I'm speaking out of time, I think Abe saw it as well. And Abe put the pressure for these guys to start coming back to the event. So, And I think that boosted the energy again. And so seeing that, I think that it's not totally dead, but I think it's changed a little from maybe it was 10 years ago.
2: Yeah, I I agree. I think that you you take a guy like Michael Herklotz, and I think that he could be a guy that uh, is a guy that people would want to buy his product just based on yeah. on his personality. Like, yeah. his personality is so good, so inviting, and <laughs> it's not crazy or wacky, but he's he's genuine and he's funny, and so you sort of trust him. All right, Jordan, I let's... I
3: think Matt Booth tells you everything you need to know about this. Just What's The, the metamorphosis mm. of, of Booth. It, Maybe he's a
2: microcosm he, he of the tells, industry. Yeah, he, there it <laughs> exactly. is. There
3: it is. <laughs> yeah.
2: He's, he's gone from the crazy, you know, Mohawk guy to... Yep. The crea- he looks like uh, uh By the way, Matt Booth will be on the show next Friday, um, sort of to uh, a more uh, subdued Matt. Yep. Maybe he's a microcosm of that whole
5: of this whole question. Exactly. All right, Jordan, he's on, what's he's on Tuesday nah. with us too, guys? I'm sorry. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> <All> right. <laughs> so. and
2: no, no worries. Uh, okay. Matt, Matt, can, Matt can carry a whole week. Like,
5: You'll
3: get different to believe yeah. me.
2: So. <laughs> so, Jordan, what are our answers? What we what what, is, okay. what does the audience think?
3: In last place, not important. At 17%. Expected. Mm, Interesting. I'm not surprised. Like I said, I'm an exception with that, so I'm not surprised. In first place, very important, 46%. 46%. Interesting. And somewhat important is 37%.
2: So, very important. So, hey, uh, to to you brand manufacturers... Get out there. Get out there. Be real. Be available. Don't just send reps to every single event. Try to make it if you can. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Very important. important. Very important. I I think you know Rocky. Rocky Patel set this whole thing in motion. Yeah. He was the one that uh, sort of made a cigar personality uh, important, and um, so it's still important apparently to uh, the viewers. All right. uh, Last question. This is the episode 302 Smoke Night Live. Scott Bray Band, Cigar Coop, Quinn, loads and so loads. loads,
4: loads and loads of fun.
2: And obviously <laughs> Wonderboy producer Jordan <laughs> in studio. The last question, and I will start with uh, Quinn on this one. Oh. Quinn, how much does social media influence your cigar decisions? Now, folks, we all know this is a relatively new, uh, this is a relatively new phenomenon in in cigars, uh, obviously, uh, social media is relatively new in the grand scheme of things for everything. But you see social media posts from, you know, girls in bikinis to uh, guys that, ha- that you know, fly jets to folks like me and Jordan who uh, run the Cigar Dojo to Coop uh, posting on social media. Quinn, how much does social media affect your sort of buying habits in the cigar industry, is, does it affect it a huge amount? Does it affect it somewhat? Does it affect very little or none at all?
0: I would say somewhat. I think with social media, being able to find those regional exclusives and you get the press releases so much quicker and I think it's, it's an easier platform for manufacturers to get those new releases out there to the public to get that hype going. Or if you see your buddy smoking something and you know he smokes something, he smokes similar profiles, you're like, oh, well, he's smoking it and now I need to check it out. And then you check it out. And then it's that chain reaction. Then you've got guys that are friends with you that are like, oh, well, Quinn's smoking it. Let me try it now. And you just start to just kind of build that spider web. Quinn,
2: do you have your own social media following? I'm kind of a big deal. <laughs> 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 now, Jordan, Jordan, uh, what do you think about this? How much do I, you think social media plays a part well, in the cigar? Well, I think industry. It's,
3: I think it's huge. I think, but I, I mean, I have to give like a sort of what Coop said in the last answer is like me personally. I find out about this stuff from other means. You know, I'm getting, I'm getting the press releases, and and there's other ways to to get this information. But you know, that's 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 not going to apply to almost everybody. I think for the the vast majority of smokers, this this has changed everything. This, you, like Quinn said, you see what your buddies are smoking. You, you're checking in. You're getting. You're seeing what guys are smoking on Dojoverse. You, you know that's that's the way to do it.
2: So would you say a huge amount or just uh, somewhat?
3: I say okay. So for me, it's little. But for if I'm going the just the the dude that's smoking, that it's the huge amount.
2: Interesting, Scotty.
4: What do you think? Okay, so I got to start with a little pre- preface story here. I saw the perfect cigar meme this morning on social media. So it was Homer Simpson bent over, picking up a leaf off the ground. And in the caption, it said, all girls in bikinis saying, hey, check out the cigar I'm smoking. <laughs> so it's just like his butt just right up against the thing. And it's like, okay, yeah. I'm like, dude, that I laughed extremely hard because like those things, as far as like social media influencers, they don't influence me. Okay, They don't at all. Now, social media, like Quinn said, seeing what people are smoking, seeing what people are enjoying, seeing what people like. One of the biggest like positives, like I'm saying, where it affects a huge amount, is the Dojo Chico. That created a social media firestorm. I had people, and I'm not even a dojo. I'm just happy to be a part and enjoy this. But, like, Dojo itself, I had people contacting me, where can I get them? I saw so-and-so had them. I saw this guy had them. They're smoking them. What's it like? What's it about? Where can I, you know, and everybody, it created a social media frenzy about how it was. And that's cool. So, I mean, I have to say, as a consumer, social media is a huge amount. What you see, what you follow, what you, you know, what other people are smoking. Uh, Coop, what are
2: your thoughts on that?
5: very similar to Jordan if, if I have to take my own hat off because I'm the guy trying to break the story on social media so my answer would be none right because I'm trying to break the story but let's let's take that off if I'm a consumer you know what I think it is I think it is somewhat important um, to have that I mean you want to have you want to have impressions of your brand out there every day and if you want to know for example why I got a like what like guys like Juan Cancel and Kevin Kite can go through 500 bundles in a day or why dojo people can go sell out in hours or minutes. It's because they are on social media. And guess what? They have gotten an audience there. Um, and, and people are buying based on those decisions there. Right. And so I, I think it's very important. And, and here's another thing I'll just say. There was a tobacco business just did a survey. Right. And in that survey, they looked at where where people find out about new releases. And guess what? It was almost a two-to-one margin online media over print media. So all those people giving stories to aficionado, guess what? You may want to rethink again about going to online media because it's, two, it's all, it was almost a two-to-one ratio. Mm-hmm. So I think it's somewhat important. And, like, Eric, how many people would know about your cigars if you didn't have a social media platform? Yeah, I, I mean—, mean uh... It's, it's really—yeah, so I— you know, what, I'll, I'll even go huge Matt. I'm gonna change that to I was gonna huge say
4: amount. I think you're soft yeah. selling this coop. <laughs> I really <laughs> soft, do. I think yeah. you're soft yeah. selling like this. Like I said, for I, me
5: it's totally different. Well, but, that's the hard yeah. part
4: is removing yeah. yourself from the situation and actually yeah. just yeah. being a right. just a cigar smoker. Well, just just how, a guy.
5: Look at how Fuente's like exploded in popularity in the last year.
4: Right. I mean, Car-
5: they were always doing good, but now everyone's talking Fuente in the last well, year. Well, and Carlito
4: has done an amazing job yeah. of getting yeah. on social media and being like yeah indirect contact with people that's also something that's really important is those brands that aren't just posting those generic like oh look at our cigar it's beautiful Mm. no share your consumers photos
0: photos if you find a photo
4: that they took a good one dude you know how much connection and how much mileage you get off of that by sharing someone else's post
5: no i I, 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 i agree with that that's a great point
2: coop we i bring as a social media sort of consultant. We bring this up all the time like you you can spend all of your time taking fancy photos and posting them on Instagram and that doesn't mean anything. That that that, that means almost zero compared zero. to uh, commenting on somebody else's photo right. and exactly, and saying, "Hey, thank you so much. This is yeah. this is really cool. I'm going to reshare this, blah blah blah." Like it's the interaction in it, social media that's yeah. so important. It
5: goes it goes back to the right.
2: faces yeah. of the brand.
5: Right. The it last does. question. Yeah, as much as I beat up Skip for not doing press releases, guess what? Every day there's a Romacraft pick to the day. Mm-hmm. So he's doing so, like maybe he doesn't want to do press releases, and that's we could disagree on that, but guess what? He's putting his brand out there every single day. And I think that's so and the guys who, the smaller guys who get away from that, you suddenly see their brands get forgotten about. Yep.
2: All right, Jordan, what do we got? What are what are the results? Are on this interesting here? question. Now, if you're if you're a brand runner, if you're a brand owner or a rep this is very very important, so pay attention to these uh, answers.
3: It's changed in the last second here, but uh, <laughs> I'm <laughs> going to pause the poll here. Um, okay, so in last place, very little, ten okay. percent. Wow. In oh, wow, then none, twelve percent.
5: Oh. Okay. Wow, that's, okay. that's kind that's of surprising. It, it
3: wasn't going that way for the majority of the poll, but that was that was the end there. Um, and then uh, in first place, somewhat important, forty-seven percent. And then a huge amount is, is in second place with 31. Yep.
2: So 47 plus 31 is uh, Over 70.
3: 78. No, 80. No. 47 plus 31 <laughs> is 78. Thank 78. You. Yes, we okay. can do both. I, I we're pretty good still amount. with you. Right, you're
2: better That's, than, yeah. That means 78% of the people that are watching the show believe that it is a, a, a fairly important aspect of their buying yeah, decision.
4: Yeah. And now we're also saying, too, that it's like social media. It's not just like... Influencers, no, because influencers, yes, they they have their place and they do that, but it's all—it's more just social media. It's it's your your friends, your people, the brand Interacting. Doing it and interacting. It's that connection yeah. again. Yeah. It's not just influencers posting. Here's what I'm smoking today. Thank you. Now what you if know? what if I had no,
2: uh, I, what if I would asked you, Coop, a, a a slightly different question? What okay. if what if I had asked you uh, how much does uh, booby girls on Instagram influence <laughs> Your buying uh. decision.
5: <laughs> Come on, Coop. Just own it. Come on, man. I need feisty Coop. Come on. A- a- absolutely none.
4: Yeah, I'd say negative fifty. A- absolutely negative fifty. None.
5: It doesn't do me. It doesn't do that for me in any other industry. Look, I like to look at a pretty girl as much as anybody else. I'm not gonna lie, but <laughs> but it does not influence me. Today. I mean, I've seen I've seen some some social media influencers who are very pretty smoking terrible cigars. So, yep, yep. <laughs> that's all you need to know,
4: Scotty. Oh yeah, yeah. You're Absolutely, right, it, it's it. negative. There are there are brands yeah. and cigars that I tend to not smoke because yes. of the social like media that. posts I've seen. Exactly. I mean, up your game. It does not have to be you know PG thirteen bordering yeah. on R to X. Right. It right. doesn't need to be that. Be
2: better. <laughs> <laughs> all right, um, uh, that was incredible. I think we got some. I think we got some really good demographic yep. information. Good job, guys. On that. Um, all right, let's get. Let's pick our winners. We are going to give away some cigars. Uh, we had a seven day contest. Each day was a, a slightly different. And I picked a winner from each day, Jordan. And I'll announce each winner from each day. And then we will randomly pick two winners, uh, one from us, fifty six cigars, and one from Risty. Yasam Kral, for 56 cigars. So there'll be two winners. So the first winner um, was your Herf Face, and the winner of day one was Carl Means. He had a uh, a really good uh, picture there. (laughs) I like it. Uh, Day two winner was Lance Hall. This was the uh, smoking a... uh, It was Sumatra Sunday, or Saturday. Sumatra Sunday, so Lance Hall was the winner of day two. Uh, Day three was a... uh, a haiku, and that oh. came from uh, Joe Machado. His haiku was, cigars, leaves of joy, humidor dwindling slowly, sensei will fill it. Wow. It's pretty good. Dang. That's Going it's pretty good. deep. Going Day deep. four uh, was, uh, what would you give sensei for his birthday? Because that was on my birthday, and he had a big picture of a uh, bitcoin. <laughs> so
1: wow. oh. We're
3: getting a lot of congrats posts. None of these guys have won anything. No,
2: no, 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 no. <laughs> we're, just, we're just announcing finalists. We're just announcing seven finalists. Um, day five winner was, uh, what cigar have you smoked the most in your life? Steve Toth was the winner with an Alec Bradley coil. Oh, yeah. Yeah, nobody, right no, yeah, no, no, nobody I, smokes more Alec Bradley oh, than Steve. Tom. Yeah,
4: no. Now I will say something, Steve. You're a liar. I saw the post about the what the heck is Dojo Chico. I know you're a liar. <laughs> I was at the
2: party. Don't even do it. <laughs> he bought like 300 packs. <laughs> yeah. Um, day six winner was uh, just to share uh, a post from uh, the Dojoverse to social media, and that was Tanner Cole. Ooh. Tanner Cole shared the Flavor Odyssey. Uh, post and then finally, the day seven winner was uh, how many? How many? I'll I'll, I'll ask all, all of you guys this question: If you could never buy another cigar from this day forward, but you continue to smoke the same amount of cigars that you normally do, Oof. how long would your collection last you, Scott Brayband? Not long enough. What would you? What would you venture to guess? Uh, my collection, honestly, my personal one.
1: Yeah,
0: six months. Quinn. Uh, three to four years. Three to four years. Yeah.
2: Well, you're bougie, so uh, yeah. Jordan.
0: <laughs>
3: so uh, we're continuing to smoke the same amount. That yep. you're, done. Yeah, you're, you're, you're done. You're
2: done. You're you're done, but you continue to smoke uh, the same amount. Two years. All right, Coop.
5: Five years. Woof. Uh, I have a big personal collection, but Coop. this this is
3: also, you know, telling of how much you smoked.
2: Coop, Coop,
3: uh,
4: I think I
2: smoked too
3: yeah. many cigars.
4: I think, <laughs> I, I
2: think Coop stole my answer. I, I was going to say five years, uh, of 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 what I. Could. I think you're lying. I think I, I could. Smoke you a smoke, lot. A, lot. smoke got, a lot. I've got I've got yeah, a lot of cigars in yeah, my house. Yeah, you a say lot. That, man. We'll a see. A lot. Uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, <laughs> all right. So uh, we're going to pick two winners out of these seven. I'm going to randomly pick from uh, random.org. The first winner. I will generate a uh, number between one and seven. Let's do it. And by the way, you can't win twice. The first winner is number two. That is, let's count them down, one, two. That is Lance Hall.
1: Hey, congrats, Congrats. Lance. Congrats, Congrats,
2: Lance Hall, on that. Now I will pick another one. Jordan, go ahead, drum roll. That's a long drum roll. That is a very long drum roll. long one. That would be Joe Machado with his uh, haiku. Dude, I like the haiku. Oh, the haiku. I, I was like so
4: glad that that one. That's that
3: was good. great. Joe, um, you
2: nailed it. The haiku was very good. So congrats to uh Lance Hall, and congrats to Joe Machado. Machato. Machato. And thanks to everybody. That was a fun week of uh, birthday um, contest. So appreciate everybody doing that. That was a ton of fun. Uh All right, guys. Um Flavor Odyssey, season four kicked off yesterday. Uh, It was a day late. Conspiracy theories abounded as to why it was a day late. Oh, I love conspiracy Uh, theories. But it'll come back uh, next Wednesday. I think it's going to be another Wild Card episode. We'll tell you about that. Uh, Next week, I alluded to this earlier, Coop's going to have him on a show on Tuesday. Uh, Matt Booth will be on the show a week from tonight. Don't miss it. We will be doing that. Uh, Scott, what's coming up for... um, uh, your Trinity Cigar Lounge. Oh, How can people book
4: Trinity Cigar All Lounge? Right. You can contact me at trinitycigarco at gmail.com. Also, you can connect connect with me via my social media, Facebook and Instagram, at trinitycigarco. We are booking out far in advance, so if you have football events or anything else the rest of this fall, contact us now.
2: Now, uh, Scotty, I, I happen to know that... Um, You know, Harley-Davidson events, uh, breweries, distilleries. That's sort of like your jam.
4: Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Harley-Davidson is a huge supporter of our business. We do a ton of events. We've got one coming up here in two weeks with a dealer up in Loveland at Thunder Mountain Harley-Davidson. We do other stuff with things like uh, Yamaha, stuff like that, so other places. But what's, yeah. your,
2: what's your reach, Scotty? Like how far from the Denver metro area is your reach? We
4: travel everywhere within the state of Colorado right
2: now. Okay. So anywhere in the state of Colorado that you want to book an event, we are down. So uh, here's the deal, guys. Uh, if you're just, if you're just a, having like a, a bachelor party or something and you want to have like an actual legit cigar lounge show up, like, contact Scotty. Like, it is... I can't describe how cool this freaking lounge Check is. Check us it's, out on social media. It's Check amazing. us out. See now, it for
3: yourself. if you guys had to guess, I'm not going to tell you the amount of votes, but which question had the most votes?
2: Oh. oh Coop, do you have a...
5: Boy, let's
3: go. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to still go with the first one.
2: You're going to say, uh, uh, what is your your biggest smoking lounge turnoffs?" Yeah. I'm going to say... I'm going to say... Um, the personalities, cigar personalities. What do you say, Scotty? I'm going with personalities as well. Jordan? I think that's it. Jordan, you know, but what about you, Quinn?
0: I'm going to say personalities with a close second place on social media.
2: Mm. Jordan, what's the answer?
0: The winner was social media. Ooh. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. wow!
2: Quinn. Quinn with it. Good You're, job. Good job. You yep. are smarty pants. Yeah. Um, hey, uh, Coop. Uh, tell the folks how uh, you, they can uh, follow you on either social media or on the web. You're always doing uh, uh, Cigar News constantly every single day. You've got a few different shows. Uh, tell folks what's going on with Cigar Coop.
5: Yeah, the easiest find the, I mean, the easiest way to catch us is to go to www.cigar-coop.com. You can find our news. You can find our articles. You can find all of our podcasts. You can um, um, also go to our Facebook page, the Cigar Coop Facebook page, uh, we have three shows going on next week. Uh, we have Primetime Jukebox on Monday. We're doing a jazz show with Matt Tai. As you mentioned, Boofy's coming on on Tuesday. Um, and if I survive that, we have a Thursday show, which we're finalizing the guest right now. Okay. So, um, so the good news is um, we're either going to soften Boofy, Boofy up for you or vice versa. So, I mean, uh, but, but but you know that's going to be uh, strap your seatbelt on uh, for for sure. And then just one last comment. Boy, the, the Rockies are just destroying the Phillies tonight. Oh, I mean, it's just, I'm so it's sorry. Like 11 nothing. It's bad. So That's the battle, down, that that <laughs> <laughs> the battle it's of games that don't matter. The battle of games. You're knocking us out of a pen race, so <laughs> you're doing something.
2: Uh, Coop, uh, real quick before we go, uh, the first game of the season, Broncos versus Giants. This is very topical hey, for me yeah. and you. Uh, should we should we throw any kind of wager on this? Or uh... yeah, let's do it. Absolutely. Let's do it.
5: Um, I, had, I have some confidence, um, but okay. I, you know, I think it's gonna be tough. So what do you think?
2: I would say. Um... Uh I I I will uh I don't know what could we bet? Oh goodness. Uh, we, can, I mean, we could
5: oh. bet cigars I mean but it's kind of If That's I
2: good. if I had a coop shirt I would That's I would, a mute point. When I would you, wear yeah, it on coupe,
3: where's your shirt? I, mean, I would wear it on well, yeah you got to wear it on the show I would yeah, wear it on shows.
2: Friday if I had a coop shirt. I don't think I have a coop shirt.
5: I got to see if I have I may have some of these left. So let me check on that. How
2: about this? If if do you have any dojo? Sh- you have dojo I shirts. Have a dojo, right? I have a dojo shirt. All right. Yeah, so if, do the, do. if the Broncos win, you'll wear a a, cig- a a cigar dojo shirt on an upcoming episode of Cigar Coop. Oh, I don't yep. care. One of the one of the prime time would be the best.
3: Yeah, we'll do it on the Thursday show. The and um, I think it's got to be the whole week. And, no, and um, <laughs> because
2: because we really only have one show. So and then I'll have to get a cigar coop shirt. So Coop, you're gonna yeah. have to get me a shirt, and I will wear that on an upcoming episode of Smoke Night Live if assuming the Giants win.
4: Coop, do yes. you carry uh, cigar Coop shirts in a sh- medium? Because that <laughs> seems to be about. No, I'm, I'm a large Coop. I'm
5: a large. <laughs> I, 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 I in whose have, eyes? I, 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 should, I may have a large. I, I may have a large. Like, th- this is the new. This is the one. And on the back it says "rumor free," "teaser free." So these yes. are, these are l- true limited editions. I um, want that oh, shirt, look, Ellie. There we go. And
2: I will wear that shirt on an upcoming.
5: Well, I'm gonna send. What I'll do is I'll send you the shirt either way, and then you know because I have the dojo shirt, and then you wear it. Um, Obviously, you wear it on the show if 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 the uh, if the Broncos uh, lose. All, all right. right, that's a deal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right,
2: you got a deal. Hey guys, uh, it's Friday night. It's Smoke Night Live. It's Friday night, herf, It's all those things. Make sure to jump on the DojoVerse.com. Share what you're smoking. Share what you're drinking. Uh, we're gonna have fun all night long. We're gonna Heck open yes. up this uh, big bay door, Scotty, and get we're going get some cool air in here. Get some cool. Maybe it's we'll those
4: fall Colorado nights. Maybe we'll throw some
2: cornhole. Who knows? it's possible uh, well, yeah. Yeah. until next week remember never, never smoke, smoke alone out. we'll see you guys next
0: Friday I mean, is it fast oh it's fast what about the options what about the options it's got all the options but like what about price it's got to be expensive not expensive
4: at all man Jared's got the greatest deals on cigars and accessories check it out oh wow look at these oh
0: look at that deal It's a good price what are you guys doing in my car your car I thought this was your car. I thought it was your car.
2: Why would it be my car? I don't know. It's not again. We'll get
0: out, but I'm taking this with a JR on the go. No matter whose car you're in, JR Cigar is there for you.